following podcast is scheduled for one fall. First coming into the ring, Jose Sorazano. Our next host, Jermaine Meredith. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Smartdown Boulevard. Welcome to Smart Down Boulevard. My name is Jose Solorzano. And my name is Jermaine Meredith. And welcome to a two-for-one week and the final two-for-one week for the year 2021, Jermaine. It's that time. Survivor Series last night, live from the Barclays Center. What did you think? What did you think? Overall. Honestly, overall, I was surprised. Mm-hmm. I was surprised at how much... I enjoyed it. Wow. I can't lie. Yeah. Surprised. There were some things that I would do differently, but overall, it wasn't that bad. You know, for what we've got this year from the WWE, I mean, I did sit through it, the whole thing. Believe it or not, I actually did (laughs) sit through it while eating my dinner and snacking. and, And I wasn't, you know, I didn't fall asleep. I didn't really like... I mean, it wasn't the best, but I wasn't bored, and I didn't feel the need to shut it off like I've done before this year, right, with certain pay-per-views. Yeah. So, I mean, there's a lot of things I would do differently. Yeah, Don't it wasn't all good. Yeah, but, but it wasn't yeah. that bad, you know. Yeah, it wasn't that bad. Um, there's one thing that I thought was, a couple things that I thought were really bad, but that's what we're here for. We're going to review Survivor okay. Series 2021. Let's start with the pre-show, shall we? Shinsuke Nakamura, the Intercontinental Champion representing SmackDown versus Damian Priest, the United States Champion representing Raw. Um, you asked me, is Damian Priest a heel, Jermaine? And I think this solidifies that, yes, yeah. he's, a, yeah. he's a heel now. <laughs> yep. Um, Nakamura or got Or the he win. might be still struggling. Who knows? <laughs> I mean, pretty yeah. much what he did, he was pretty despicable. I mean... How, yeah. Like, he took Boogs' guitar, which, number one, <laughs> I love that he destroyed it. Okay, I enjoyed that. Jeff Jarrett on him. Yeah, he went Jeff Jarrett on him, and he hit Shinsuke, and he got disqualified, and Nakamura picked up the first one for SmackDown on the pre-show. Now, the good thing about this was that the match wasn't that bad. I love seeing these two styles between Nakamura and Priest. I think, you know, if they were on the same brand, they would have some uh, decent matches and a decent rivalry. I really did enjoy They would probably how... be married to each other. Every week you'd see them face Exactly. Off. But from what I saw here from a pre-show, I saw some promise. Like, they shouldn't have been on the pre-show at all. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and I'll tell you what should have been on the pre-show, but we'll get to that in a couple minutes. Um, overall, not a bad match for a pre-show. I'm just sad that it was on the pre-show. That, that's all. I didn't think it was that bad. And it answered a question, I'm, you know? I'm kind of pissed. That's how uh, Shinsuke won. Oh, you wanted him to win clean? Yeah, because mm-hmm. earlier, when I saw the results, mm-hmm. I, I thought he beat him clean. But then when I actually watched it, I was like, what? That's how he won? By DQ? Yeah. Yeah, I, I think I think it's one of those things where it makes Shinsuke look good because he didn't lose, and then it answers the question, yeah. okay, Damian Priest's character is evolving to a heel. So I see where they went there, I guess. But that hurt me against you in the bet. Yes, it did. Oh. That's why I'm pissed. Oh, 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 let me tell you about yeah. that. We got something yeah. to discuss here, pal. Yeah, we do. We, we do. do. We do have things to discuss. We'll get to that. We will definitely get yeah. to that. Um 
I by the way, you just responded. I, I, I know my fate. Yep. Yes, sir. Well, not all that bad. Ah! It's not that bad. I'll explain to you why. I'm being honest here. Okay. <laughs> we'll get to that. It's not as bad as you think it is, because I'm an honest man, and you'll see how honest I am. Overall, Nakamura defeated Damian Priest via DQ. Then the show began. Survivor Series 2021. Heavy emphasis on The Rock's Red Notice movie that's streaming on Netflix. Um, wow. Did you watch it? The, no, I have not. But the promotion for it is crazy. Will I? Perhaps now, because it's been fed to me for the last two days. Like, crazy. Holy jeez, man. Like, it's just... It's in the show, it's during the show, it's everywhere, man. It's like before the show, yeah. it's in the opening package, it's it's everywhere. It's everywhere. Survivor Series was a big commercial for Red Notice. <laughs> it really was. <laughs> it's like Red Notice took out ad space on Survivor Series. Literally, they did. Uh, the first match of the night, man. This is one of the matches I was really looking forward to because of all the nuclear heat that's between Becky Lynch yep. and Charlotte. Becky being the Raw Women's Champion and Charlotte being the SmackDown Women's Champion. There were a lot of stiff shots in this match, Jermaine. A lot oh, yeah. of stiff. A lot of slaps to the face. Ooh, yeah, and you know what? They were professional, but you could see hints of hate, hints of trying to get a cheap shot in. I mean, Becky got yeah. this nice roundhouse kick right on Charlotte's nose, almost took off the plastic surgery. It was oh. ridiculous. And then Charlotte slapped the living hell out of her. Like, Becky's eye was, like, blown up at the end of the match. I don't know if you noticed that. Yeah. Like, they went in. They went in on each other. Now, with that being said, there's only one thing that I was looking at this whole time during this match, my friend. And I don't know if this is a sign of the times that WWE is moving to a 14A product. But, my Uh, God, Becky Lynch's outfit was just... Yeah, that was crazy. Wow. I could not believe that she walked through Gorilla and all the executives and Vince McMahon said, yep, go ahead, go and do that right there. Yeah, like that didn't even seem like wrestler gear. That was like it looked stripper like gear. <laughs> yeah, it looked like you know late night fun outfit. You know what I mean? Like it didn't even yeah. look like a wrestler's outfit. And she was, I guess, yeah. dressed up as Scarlet Witch. I would assume. I think Maybe. it's Scarlet Witch because of the design of the boots that she was wearing. Yeah, um, and the red and all that. But. Holy jeez, man. Like, I mean, I'm not complaining. I'm just shocked that it was allowed. That's all I'm saying. You know what I mean? That that was pretty crazy. Yes. Yes. I was was quite distracted. Um, (laughs) (laughs) The finish, I wasn't too hot. I mean, I get the finish. This whole, like, she got the best of Charlotte and she kind of reversed the tables on her by using the ropes and all that. Yeah. Um, I get it. At the same time, it doesn't make Charlotte look bad because she's still champion, obviously, but she didn't lose clean. Becky got the nod. Um, I don't know. How do you feel about the ending there? Uh, Survivor Series, so it's brand against brand, so it doesn't... That finish doesn't really crap on Mm -hmm. any of the other brands, right? So it kind of leaves you wanting a part two. Exactly. For for a belt. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I believe... what I am... Go ahead. No, I believe that's what Royal Rumble is coming up to. I mean, a lot of these things are okay. setting up for Royal Rumble too, right? Yeah. So, but go ahead. But what I was disappointed in is that this could have gone on last or second last. I'm surprised that this started the pay Yeah. Yeah. It was such a good match. 
Yeah, honestly, so much moments that I was out of my seat. Like, holy crap! Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, there's this one part when Charlotte went to the top rope and she was gonna do her like flying moonsault. I was just like, yo, she's really gonna try this one. Like, Becky could honestly just not catch her. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> like, that's a lot of trust and professionalism. So you think this is a shoot. Yo, the man, between them, it could have really turned into a shoot, man. I do feel like there is a lot of hate between the two. I really do. It feels you so really real. Think so? I think so. If not, then know. these two are great actresses, man. They really are. Yeah, yeah, they're really working me, but yeah, I really don't know because. They were able to put on such a fantastic match. They're professionals. That's what WWE expects from them at this high level of yeah. uh, of, of yeah. performance, right? I mean, that's what they're expected. Yep. You work with people that you might not like personally, but when it comes to in the ring, you're putting your life and body in their hands, and professionalism yeah. has to prevail. That's that's what it comes them. down to. Yeah, 100%. Whether you're facing, you know, Umberto, Shanky, or Mansoor, you still have to trust them. <laughs> <laughs> you know? That's, yeah. that's what it comes down to. <laughs> <laughs> You're not supposed to be a professional. Um, yeah, with you saying that, I do believe that the two highly anticipated matches of this pay-per-view were Becky, Charlotte, Reigns, and Big E. Reigns and Big E obviously yeah. would be the main event, but I do feel like this match between Becky and Charlotte should have gone later on in the ma in the night. It shouldn't have been the opener at all. For sure. I, I, I totally agree with you there. Uh, because then at that point, they give you something that you wanted to see, and then the rest of the show kind of just drags along until the main event. You know what I mean? Because the other matches weren't really that high of caliber matches. Even the 5-on-5 five five Survivor Series traditional matches weren't the best. I mean, the best in years have been since 2016, I would say, since here we got it in Toronto. That was one of the yeah. best Survivor Series matches ever, 5-on-5, five five, the men's match specifically. So, um, but we'll get to that. We'll get, actually, we're going to get to it now. The third match of the night, or the second match on the main card, was Team Raw. Now, let me run down who was on Team Raw. Seth Rollins, Finn Balor, Kevin Owens, Bobby Lashley, and Austin Theory with MVP versus Team SmackDown, Drew McIntyre, Jeff Hardy, King Woods, Happy Corbin, and Sheamus with Madcap Moss. Jeez. I don't even know. This guy's <laughs> still around. This guy, him and Dana Brooke are Mad like... Cat Moss. Yeah, they're surviving the Squid Games, honestly. Oh, boy. Um, this match lasted 30 minutes. It's the longest match of the night. And to be quite honest with you, man, I thought it was pretty weak. I mean, I... I, I don't know. It just... It was, I think, one of the worst... I just, I just, I just wasn't into it, man. I really wasn't. Um, just for the simple fact, right away you have Kevin Owens walking out. Yeah, he just got disqualified. Right? Like it's kind of like a throwback. Uh, what was it, a year or two ago when Seth Rollins did the same thing? He just walked away from his yeah. team. It's like, come on, you did that already. Why do you have to do that right again? It does nothing yeah. for Kevin Owens. It really doesn't. Yeah, it's, like, it's such a waste of time for him to just show up there and then. Get in, get his wrestling gear on, and just walk yeah, out there, like, have an entrance, and then just go backstage. Yeah, go like, back to catering. Yeah, go back to catering, Kevin. <laughs> it's like it's just, it's horrible. And then the first elimination comes in almost eight minutes into the match with Finn Balor eliminating Happy Corbin via pinfall, which Corbin should have been the first one eliminated. Um, I, I just I don't know what they're doing with him. I liked him better when he was depressed. I feel like he was giving out his best work then. Now <laughs> it's just obnoxious again. Um, yeah. But I did like Bobby Lashley's uh, presentation in this oh. match. 
I thought he was it's very fierce, dominating. Holy. Yes, beautiful and very like he was showcased very well. Um, who kind of took the L here is King Woods. <laughs> like your King of the Ring got knocked out. He's, you know, he's court Jester Woods, man. Honestly, honestly, like Bobby Lashley put him to sleep. No yeah. problem. No problem. And this is where I had. This is where I kind of lost all hope in this match, and it just solidified to me that it was just horrible. With Bobby Lashley and Drew McIntyre, two guys I need to stand out, right? Who've kind of been lost in the shuffle. They both count out each other from res- because they were wrestling on the outside. They both get eliminated. Uh, yeah. What does this do? Three countouts in one match. There was a match. lot of eliminations like that. Too. Three countouts in that this match, match yeah. like that, man. Horrible. Yeah. What are they doing? Yeah, that was stupid. Like, I can maybe understand protecting them to not make them, making them look weak by taking a pin, but come on. Like, yeah. Ugh, these are this two. is not what your fans paid to see. Exactly, exactly. We did not pay to Count see. Count out city. Yeah, it's just I don't even. Know. And then from there, it was just like you know, Sheamus gets eliminated by Finn Balor. Sorry, Sheamus eliminates Finn Balor. Austin Theory eliminates Sheamus. Jeff Hardy eliminates Austin Theory, and then your two last remainings from each team are Jeff Hardy and Seth Rollins. Right when I knew that, I knew Jeff Hardy was going to lose. Like they were going <laughs> to because <laughs> Jeff Hardy's been taking L's for the longest time. But so, yo, yeah, I haven't seen Jeff Hardy look this good in a while. Yeah, it was they surprising. Should, they should really push this guy. I think one last push. I mean, he signed recently like I, a yeah. two-year deal, right? Like, I was really impressed with what he was doing. Yeah, yeah. Maybe it's because I haven't sit through one of his matches in a long time. But yo, I was losing it watching this guy go to work. Very nostalgic, wasn't it? Eh? Yeah, and the swantons that he hit. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's just the thing is like because of the way they've been booking him, you knew he wasn't going to pick up the the win. You know what I mean? Exactly. I honestly thought he's always Austin- looking up at the lights. <laughs> yeah, always. And I honestly thought that Austin Theory was going to eliminate him because of like how they've been going through their rivalry throughout the weeks. Yeah, right? and then him taking selfies of him and yeah, <laughs> just disrespecting poor Jeff Hardy. But yeah, I was I was surprised. But yeah, it was a good performance. I could definitely see Jeff Hardy and Seth Rollins going at it in the future. This is what proved that they that'd would be a great match. That would be a great match, definitely. Yeah, uh, Seth Rollins wins it for Team Raw as the sole survivor, Jermaine. Um, let me see who you chose here. I think I chose Drew McIntyre for SmackDown. Right? Yes, yeah. So yeah. your pick ended 16 minutes into the match. <laughs> <laughs> I did pick Team Raw. I was correct there, and I picked Bobby Lashley. And my dream also ended at 16 minutes and 35 seconds into the match. Uh, so we have that. But I did get Team Raw correctly. I did get Team Raw correct. Yeah, good for you. Good for you. Thanks, pal. Thank you. Let's move on to the fourth match of the night or the third match of the main card. The Rock's 25th anniversary 25 men dual branded battle royal. Wow. Oh, really? What a waste of time. Um, That's what they really named it? Yep. (laughs) The Rock's 25th anniversary 25 men dual branded battle royal. I did not find this out until Saturday. Actually, Please, Rock. Notice us. I knew that there was going to be a battle royal because I saw the poster for it on Saturday. And then during the pay-per-view, I found out that it was a rock 25th anniversary, 25-man dual-branded battle royal. 
Just oh, that's a mouthful, man. La- I know. Like, just last minute. Tongue twister. Just tongue twister, last minute thing, just to get the ones who have not been future endeavored into the match, into the pay-per-view. I totally get it. And it only lasted 10 minutes and 45 seconds. That's how long it went. I'm not going to tell. Okay. Should I tell you who was in there, Jermaine? Does it even matter? Like, I, don't I, I know. I know who was in there. <sighs> okay. I'm going to go for order of elimination. How about that? Let's do that. All right. And, and you'll understand. Drew Gulak, R-Truth, Otis, T-Bar, Cedric Alexander, Chad Gable, Eric Umberto, Ivar, Jinder Mahal, Shelton Benjamin, Angel Garza, Shanky, Mansoor, Robert Roode, Dolph Ziggler, Zami Sane, Kamanda Assis, AJ Styles, <laughs> Apollo Cruz, Angelo Dawkins, Cesaro, yeah. Cesaro. Yeah. Which, by the way, everyone booed at the Barclay Center. Good for you. I applaud you. I applaud you for doing that. Montez Ford. And then the two remaining were Omos and Ricochet. And, uh, sorry, your boy Ricochet. And right then and there, I knew who was going to (laughs) win. Omos won. Omos won by eliminating Ricochet at 10 minutes and 45 seconds, being the first ever... Rock 25th anniversary 25-man duel branded Battle Royal winner. Oh, yeah. gosh. Now, let me say this. This should have been on the pre-show. Should For have sure. been on the pre-show. 100%. Sure. Why not? Remember, Cesaro got tossed out like he was nothing. He got tossed out. Did like, you also notice that? He got tossed out like he was nothing. Like, he didn't have a big WrestleMania match this year. Like, they didn't build yep. him up to be a, a big contender this year. They're just treating him like he's next in line to be featured endeavored before Dana Brooke, no, which I will shoot. My words. I will shoot he's somebody. Going to. If he gets he's future going to endeavored his... before Dana Brooke, I'm done watching WWE. There's just no point. What's the point? You heard it first. Are you going to stick to that? Can you know promise? what? It's Monday, November 22nd. I'm writing it down. Hopefully it doesn't happen, but it's been duly noted, my friend, that you're calling that right now. Yep. I hope you're wrong. I hope you are. I really do. But I wouldn't be surprised at this point. No, Cesaro, he's going to get released. Cesaro deserves better. He does, man. This guy is he does. a future champion. He looks like a champion. He looks like a wrestler. He's a great technician. He looks the part. He has been there for so long. He deserves it. Book the guy. Book him. They better wake the fuck up. I'm telling you, I'm so pissed. I'm so pissed. I'm sorry. It's just so unfair, man. Like, do you not see it? Like, how can everybody see it, but WWE doesn't? Like, they're supposed to know better. And they're supposed to hear us, but they don't. It's frustrating. It's very frustrating, my friend. It is. Let's move on before I I go off again. (laughs) (laughs) Next up... RK Bro, uh, who are the Raw Tag Team Champions, versus the Usos, Jey Uso and Jimmy Uso, who are the SmackDown Tag Team Champions. I feel like this match should have went on first. I think it would have been a good yeah, kickoff. Do you know what I mean? A good, solid start to the show because that was a pretty good match. It I wasn't it bad. Was a pretty good match. It wasn't bad. Yeah. It wasn't bad. I was entertained throughout. I think RK Bro is the tag team that we never knew we needed. I think they're very fun together. It just works. Yeah. I mean, it's just fun for everybody. You have the seriousness of Randy Orton, who, by the way, is a legend. 
at this point is a veteran. He is yep. obviously a future Hall of Famer. We've grown up watching him from his start to now. This man has evolved. And a history-making night as well for Randy Orton. The most pay-per-view matches ever, surpassing Kane recently, as of as yeah. of last night. So, big night for him. RK-Bro did retain... Oh, well, they didn't retain, but they did pick up the win for And Raw. that's exactly why they won. Because mm-hmm. of Randy Orton. Yep. Of him having that milestone exactly 100 percent. it was an exciting finish too i mean that i mean talk about rko moments man out of nowhere yeah um, i liked the double whammy Off there the top, bro. yeah like i mean riddle did take the splash but randy orton just came in and just caught him in midair just amazing um I, this was the match of the night so far so far at this point it was the match of the night and the usos when they hit that uh Double team Samoan drop, where one of them mm-hmm. threw little in the air and then yeah. caught, the other one caught him and put him in the Samoan drop. Oh my gosh. That was good. That was good. Now, listen, the Usos, I enjoy them, but they need to stop with the super kick party shit, man. It's just way too much. Yeah. I was surprised <sighs> that Randy would, like, that. It should have been over. It should have been over. But yeah. It's just way too much. Super kick party. Everything is a super kick and the knee slap. Um, it's just yeah. way too much. It's so noticeable right now when you when they do it. Yeah, that's all you hear, and that's all you see. That's all you see. Yeah, slapping their knees. It's so annoying. I put here. They're the bucks. They're the young bucks of the WWE with that super kick party. <laughs> like they need to stop. They're way better than that. I know they are. We've seen them all these years. They're talented, but they need to like s- still use it. Okay, fine, use it, but take, keep it to a minimum. Less is more with that. Yeah. It's just way too much. Like, super kick, super kick. Oh, another super kick. Oh, double super kick. It's like, oh. Can't. I can't. Um, RKO, RK Bro picks up the win. And uh, exciting match. Match of the night so far. Match of the night so far. Then we get a doozy. We get the five-on-five women's Survivor Series elimination match. Traditional match. Team Raw. Bianca Belair, Rhea Ripley, Liv Morgan, Carmella, and Queen Selena de la Solerzano versus Team SmackDown. <laughs> Sasha Banks, Shayna Baszler, Shotzi, Natalia, and Tony Storm. This was a mess coming into the match with all the build and all. So was the, actually the men's Survivor Series elimination match as well, with a lot of people losing their positions in the match and blah, blah, blah. Like, that's the build now. Um, but I will say, they announced Tony Storm late. To be replaced, uh, she replaced Aaliyah, but yeah. uh, they made good use of her in the beginning. I will say, at least it wasn't for nothing. You know, it's kind of like a reintroduction of Tony Storm. She eliminated Carmella, and unfortunately, she eliminated Queen Selena as well via pinfall. Made her look good though, which is a good nod to the newcomer, right? I guess so, man. But <sighs> <laughs> yeah, I I just don't care that much about Tony Storm. I really don't. And it's because they all, they made it such a surprise that she was in the match. Right. But then leading up to that point, they haven't been really doing much with her. There was that time where she came out to challenge Charlotte on SmackDown. But Charlotte walked away and said no. So, so really, I, I, I really don't care about her. She hasn't been on the radar as of late yeah yeah definitely she hasn't been this is kind of like her reintroduction but it, yeah, yeah. It, it goes to and show that 
too. Like, yeah, she got eliminated really after right? she did all that stuff by Liv Morgan. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah that's, what I, that's what hurt yeah. me too. I'm like, Liv yeah. Morgan, yeah. come on. And then that's that goes wasted too because Liv Morgan gets eliminated by Sasha yeah. Banks like a minute after. So it's yeah. just, I don't even know what they're doing. Like, it's just, again, one of the worst planned five on five Survivor Series match pay per views here. It was but, just all over the place. I, I just didn't. But get I did it. call it, didn't I? You did call it, and I'm getting to that. You sore winner. I'm getting to that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> again, another <laughs> another count out in this match. Sasha Banks gets counted out as well. Twenty minutes into the match, it's like yo. It's like the writers just went, okay, guys, how many counters can we do in these matches? It's just throw them it's in count there. Out night. Yeah, it's just horrible, man. It's just a horrible writing and creative. I just can't. I can't even, man. I just, I just can't even. Um, let's see. Yes, you did call it. Bianca was the sole survivor, and Team Raw won. This was honestly for the last. I want to say, I don't know, ten minutes of the match. This was a Bianca Belair showcase. It really was. Yo, you're right. Although she was doing some fantastic stuff in the match. Yeah, she is on the verge of becoming super Cena-like. You yeah. know what I mean? Well, yeah. Because all the odds were against her. I know. But yet she still somehow pulled it off. Yeah. It was, I don't like that. It was four on one, right? Was it? It was three on one. Three on one. Yeah, yeah. Shayna Baszler. Uh, Natalia. The other two. Natalia and Shotzi. Yes. Yeah, but in her and Shotzi were the last two. Yeah, I was surprised that Shotzi was that far in. Honestly, I'll yeah. be honest with you. Yeah, it's probably because they worked well together in NXT. Maybe. That's right. No, that's right. That's but, right. Yeah, man. Like, if you have sense, you would have thought like, "There's no way Bianca's going to win. It's three against one." Mm-hmm. But hey, they pumped her, pumped her up, gave her the super Cena vitamins and. <laughs> <laughs> she she pulled it off. She really did. Which, hey, she she looks great in the ring. Mm-hmm. She's strong. Yep. I don't know how she hasn't hung herself with that ponytail because that's a hazard, bro. I've been but, telling you yo, all this time. There's two things I hate about her, and a lot of people don't talk about it. But we're honest here on the show. And yes, one of them is her hair. <laughs> it really is. Her hair is just. It's a hazard. She's. It's not going to stop until she slips and gets injured or injures somebody else. She can't be in a ladder match. I wouldn't be surprised if she is. I think eventually. she has been already, boy. Yeah, like it's a hazard, and, and it's just, it's just honestly, like it just doesn't. I don't know. Whatever. I guess it's a gimmick. It's a, it's it's a, a huge gimmick. gimmick. Yeah, it's a huge gimmick. And then number two, just earlier tonight, she did a promo. Her promo work is very awkward and very bad. Like, it's just not good. It's cringe, man. It's cringe. And I've been saying it, but no one wants to see it. Yeah, she has a way of talking. It's just horrible, man. And the EST, it's like... I don't know what it is. It's like she's trying to remember her lines. Yeah, it sounds rehearsed. It sounds rehearsed, and it also sounds like someone went to her and was was like, okay, look, this is the points that you have to make. Here's Here's the script, but also be yourself. So they're giving her like conflicting advice and she's trying to like mend the two together and it just doesn't come out right. It's just, and no one talks about it, but you can't tell me that's a good promo. You can't, you can't tell me. She has work to be done on that front. 100%. I will give her her props 
when it comes to in-ring work. Oh, yeah. No, me too. I mean, there's no doubt. Like, she's great, and she's strong. (laughs) She's strong, and she looks good. Like, she looks the part as well. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just well-rounded. Well-rounded in the ring, unfortunately, when it comes to the promo work, it's not there. It really is. There's much left to be desired. There is. Let's just say that. (laughs) Absolutely. 100%. So, Team Raw picks up another win here. And uh, with that being said, Jermaine, it's time for the main event. The match that we all were anticipating. The match that really, um, I don't know, the match that I never knew would be this entertaining. Honestly, I would say this is the match of the night. 100%. Um, Roman don't miss. No, he doesn't. Roman Reigns versus Big E. Roman Reigns being your universal champion. Wait, I thought it was Roman versus Goldust. Oh, my God. (laughs) Wait, before we get to that, before we get to that, because (laughs) before we get to that. (laughs) You know what I'm talking about. I know what you're talking about. But, okay, Roman Reigns, the universal champion, Big E, the WWE champion. Okay, okay. (sighs) I want to give Big E his props. Because he came out with an intense look like he's about to take things serious. And I was like, okay, all right, all right. I, I can get behind this, right? Cool, you. They both look good, right? They both came out on top. They both came out looking good. This was kind of like a biggie showcase. You know what I mean? Like his homecoming. Yeah. The crowd accepted him. Great. I love that. But, but I was almost there for him, taking him seriously, until he did those hip gyrations a la Goldust on top of yeah. Roman Reigns. Yeah. And that just pissed me off. I'm like, yo, you just can't. No! You just can't help yourself, man. You really can't. It, I'm just like, what the heck is this? Why? Is this Goldust? Why? Fighting Roddy Piper, Hollywood uh, Brawl or whatever, Backlot Brawl or whatever it was called. Like, holy crap. Chill on the gyrations. I, I don't You're the get WWE it. champion. Yeah, yeah. Not the 24-7 champion. Not the hardcore champion. Not the intercontinental champion. You're the face of the company. Mm-hmm. What are you doing embarrassing yourself? You're just on a radio show the other day saying that you're trying to stray away from stereotypes. You know, WWE has had like African-American... Superstars either be rappers or just chucking and jiving. Dancers. But what yeah. is he doing? Yeah. According to him, he's being himself. No, but, but see, this know. is what we get down to because it's conflicting because he's wanting to be taken seriously, but his actions say otherwise. And then when he tries to be serious, he just can't help himself and he, go, and he goes back to being a clown. Yeah. Yeah. I, you, I, can't attack, <sighs> you can't get away from the New Day stuff. He, he has to. He honestly, like. I know he does, but look, he just can't do it. This he is who has, he is, I guess. He has the move set. I mean, I mean, amazing risks taken by Biggie for a guy his size. That spear through the um, the ropes, man. That was 
Mad <sighs> dangerous. Holy, and he does it all the time. He could have broke his neck. Yeah, he does it all the time. Like he takes some serious risk, and and those moves that he like the apron moves, that apron bomb that he does, all that stuff. Like he takes for a guy his size doing the moves that he does. Yo, I appreciate. It. He's a powerhouse. He's you know he's obviously flexible to do those moves. He's versatile. I get it, but you need to be taken seriously, man. You can still be taken seriously and be a fun-loving guy, but also be serious when the time comes. And he's just not doing that. Like, just stop it. Like, we need to take you seriously, man. It's just, in comparison to Roman Reigns, like, who would you rather have as a champion in the face of the company? Roman Reigns. Of course. 100%. Not even a question. Hands down. Hands down. He just looks the part. He acts the part. He sells the part. He's 100% committed. You don't see Roman Reigns smiling or just what. You know, he smiles in, in a notorious way, right? Yeah. He keeps to the character. Biggie's trying to be all serious, and then he's like halfway through the match as he's trying to win it. He's guys gyrating on him. It's like, no, I, I can't take you seriously, bro. No lie. I would rather have Baron Corbin as WWE champion <laughs> oh because he could probably God. pull off. Like a serious heel. I, I don't care. I'm not joking. Those are harsh words. <laughs> Sorry, but wow, wow, wow. And wow. hey, I'm not trying to say that the WWE champion has to be a, a tough guy or a serious person uh, at all times. Mm-hmm. But there's a way to carry yourself. Of man. course, of course. Yeah, and the continuity of the story as well. I mean, the whole yeah. time he should have been serious because he's trying to. He's trying to be. The man, he's trying to be Roman Reigns, right? I mean, it's just, it, it just, that kind of just undid it for could me you, for a bit. But could you imagine this guy at a WrestleMania conference and him gyrating on stage? <laughs> My gosh. I want a refund, please. <laughs> Wouldn't you be embarrassed for him? I would be. I would be. I would. Dang. Yeah. Like, it, this is a guy who's representing your company? Mm hmm. This is the. This is what I said when I watched that interview with him on The Breakfast Club. Mm-hmm. Good guy. Like him as a, as a human being, but it's hard to separate the wrestler side of him, too, because it just pisses me off the way he acts. <laughs> yeah, I'm man. sorry. I'm sorry, guys. No, that's fine. I mean, that's fine. I totally understand. I totally understand. And I think a lot of people out there do understand, too. Um, but other besides that, the match was good. Yeah. 100%. Great match. Uh, to me, it was a the match of, of the night. A lot of false finishes. Mm-hmm. And four Superman punches. False finishes that made sense, too. Let's, let's not yeah. deny it. Um, yeah. I was out of my seat a couple times, and uh, I got hyped for this match. I really did. Um, it was good. It was good. And honestly, what does this prove, man? Roman Reigns is a god. He's untouchable. This man. He's good for business. Holy jeez, what a dominating run. What a dominating run as Universal Champion. And I'm okay with it. Yeah. Keep it going. Keep it going, honestly. Um, I will so who say, do you think is going to beat him? Look, man, there's two high contenders here. There's The Rock or Brock Lesnar. Those are the only two that I think would. Um, I don't think The Rock will come back and win the title. I think Roman needs to win that. It's kind of like a passing of the torch. Yeah, Roman has to be the yeah, rock. I think Brock Lesnar will be the one. I mean, there's nobody else that's viable to beat him. Let's be honest. I mean, Yeah, it has to be Brock. I mean, look, and I'm going to say this, and it might be far-fetched, um, but if they would have continued Cesaro's 
momentum coming out of no no listen listen if they would have continued his momentum coming out of wrestlemania and done it well i know it's far-fetched because we know how wwe is i feel that come wrestlemania time cesaro would have been that swiss superman who would have been able to dethrone roman reigns honestly now you know at this point that's never gonna happen i'm saying in a perfect world that's what would have happened but now True. it's never going to happen, like you said. Yeah, never. Mm-hmm. Ever. <laughs> I know, and it's sad. But I think you would have had more contenders that way. But right now, honestly, the only one I see True. is Brock Lesnar. Yeah. That's it. Unless you want to do Brock and Rock at WrestleMania. Oh, man. Right? But where does that leave Roman Reigns? You need him to, to headline WrestleMania. Here's the way I see it. I think... Uh, Roman should be Rock clean. Yes, passing of the torch. One hundred percent. Brock Lesnar comes back and beats Roman, and then Roman disappears for a bit. Mm-hmm. He needs a long vacation, a break, mm-hmm. and then Brock can either keep it or lose it to somebody, build somebody else up. Yeah, I mean, there were throughout Survivor Series there were promo packages on Drew McIntyre and Bobby Lashley, so maybe something big is coming with those guys in the future. I don't know. But after the way they were booked at Survivor Series, I have no idea. Yeah. I don't know. It's all up in the air. It really is. Because there's planting the seeds of Roman Reigns versus Rock. I mean, Reigns is using the Rock bottom. The Rock's egg yeah. from Red Notice is in Vince McMahon's office with Roman Reigns yeah. in a segment. They're, they're doing these calls and nods, right, to, to The Rock. Yeah. So it's, at this point, it's bound to happen. It has to happen. And The Rock was asked, do you see yourself, do you see yourself wrestling one more time? And he says... He said he didn't before, but now he sees a possible. He sees a match, one more match in the future, because of how things go are going, and that's because of Roman yeah. Reigns. It's just good yeah. for business, right? It is. Yeah. So that's that. Roman Reigns wins, obviously, looks strong, but I don't think Biggie looked weak here, man. I think Biggie was. It was a good showcase, a good ho- homecoming yeah. to him, showed what he it's could a- give, and that's it. He just needs to be more serious. That's all. Yeah. It took a lot of spears and Superman punches to put him down. Again, he looked good. Yeah, he, he looked good. I, I don't think he looked bad. Now let's get down to the brass tacks, Jermaine. Um, we tied, actually, because I gave two points for, you know, one point Woo! one point for choosing the, the team and then an extra point if you chose who was the last survivor. So Bianca Belair saved your Rudy Tootie candy ass. <laughs> so we're tied 4-8, four, 4-8. Eight, four so, right. I have one on you now. We need a tiebreaker, my friend. Okay. This Friday, the Smarky nominees for this year are announced. We have a lot of work to do until Friday. But let's take bets on who the Smarky uh, fans out there will vote as winners. And we'll make our picks on who we think are going to win. And then we'll see how the fans vote. And right. it can go either way there. Make it really some Sounds some like again. Some categories are pretty much given to certain wrestlers, but other categories are just up in the air, right? And it depends on who we decide to nominate. So we have a lot of work to do. We definitely have a lot of work to do this week. But one thing's down: we have reviewed Survivor Series 2021 that took place um, in the Barclays Center in Brooklyn, New York. Overall, Jermaine, out of five, what would you give Survivor Series 2021? Solid three. Solid three. I give it a strong 2.75 and a light three. 
That's where I'm going to put it at. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> 2.75 and a light breeze. Yep. yep. That's what I'm going to give it. Folks, thanks for joining us on this special edition, episode 88, two for one week on SmartDown Boulevard. We'll be back at you this Friday, November 26th, 2021, with episode 89, with our Smarky nominees being announced. And we're going to continue and finish off the month with celebrating Rock. 25 and a lot more because this is Smartdown Boulevard. And Jermaine, I almost choke slammed you to hell with the bets here of Survivor Series. And if I would have won and I choke slammed you, what would you have done? I would have reversed it and don't gold stunned you. <laughs> but before I hit you with the stunner, yes, what would, I, what would I have told you? You would have told me to uh, tuck my chin in. <laughs> there you have it. <laughs> You just reverse. I think that's the first time I've ever said tuck your chin in. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. In a while. In a while. In a while. All right. Well, Jermaine, tuck your chin in. See you Friday, man. See you Friday. And remember, Smarks, you can listen to past episodes of The Boulevard on all the major audio streaming platforms, including Anchor.fm, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and iHeartRadio. We come at you every Friday of the year with a new episode, and occasionally we hit you with those two-for-one-week specials on Mondays and Fridays. Keep it here to find out when those special weeks happen. For more content to connect with us and for all things wrestling-related, find us on Instagram at SmartdownBoulevard. That's at SmartdownBLVD to keep the conversation going. This is Smart Down Boulevard!